This weekend, Nuit Blanche will be occurring from sundown till sunup, sundown on uh, Saturday to sunup Sunday morning. And it is one of the big events for art lovers in the city of Toronto. For people that drive and aren't into art, it's a bit of a headache because it closes down a lot of roads in the city core. And uh, let's talk about what it's going to be like, Nuit Blanche. If you've never been before, uh, Jean Holmes is a programmer for Nuit Blanche and, and joins the show now. Jean, welcome. Hi, how are you? I am fantastic. It's going to be, I'm sure that uh, this lead up to Nuit Blanche, it's uh, it's busy time for you. So I appreciate you sparing some time. Uh, for people that have never been to Nuit Blanche, this is the 14th annual. Give us a little history of it and uh, where we're at now, what it is. Well, uh, Nuit Blanche is the largest uh, contemporary art event, free contemporary art event that happens in North America. Not a lot of people know that. It's, uh, we usually have a, more than a million people come, and uh, a good chunk of those people aren't regular museum or gallery goers, so they're experiencing contemporary visual art for the first time on the streets and the sidewalks and the parks of their own city, which is what makes it super amazing. How interactive is it? Um, well, you know, the part that I think is kind of amazing is how much people talk to each other when they're looking at the work. You know, if you go to a gallery space, you often wouldn't stand next to a project and say to the person beside you, so what do you think of this? Do you think it's art? I'm not sure. Whereas that happens all the time on the night of Nuit Blanche. It really lowers the barriers between uh, the audience and the art. A lot of the artists are around their projects and happily talk to people who come and uh, see them. And they're all in really interesting, or not all, many are in really interesting and unusual spaces, places that you might walk by every day and not notice. And then suddenly there's a big project right in the middle of a place that you wouldn't expect it to be. Yeah, some of them I just wish they'd stick around longer than just for Nuit Blanche, because I'm really impressed by a lot of the uh, exhibits I've seen in the past, the installations. Well, we do have a few that will be extended through to the Thanksgiving weekend. So if you're not uh, able to get out in the, in the nighttime to see them, there's a, a few that there's a great project at City Hall, the Lunar Garden, that will be up through till Saturday of uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Describe that for um, us. What is a Lunar Garden? Well, it's like a, um, a Zen garden. So it's a giant um, uh, sand garden and in this case the sand is dyed a really beautiful shade of blue uh, it has uh, sculptures in in the middle of each of the sort of sections the sand is raked so there is this beautiful kind of meditative feel to it there's a bridge you can walk over and see it from all different angles and it's lit by a giant 30 meter moon that is uh, makes the whole thing kind of magical and shimmering is night. this the moon that was uh, down near Fort York under the garden no. A while ago? No, not that, no, not that moon. I, moon is more of a metaphor. It's a giant sort of white sphere that uh, lights the whole area. Okay, it's interesting because some things yeah. are metaphorical and some things are quite literal. <laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah, I mean, I've been to this. I've been to this event a few times. Uh, this year, eighty contemporary art installations will be around the city core. Is that a record? It's actually 90, and uh, we average about 90 every year, between 90 and 100 every year. So we're pretty much at where we you know, normally are. But there are nine neighborhoods of activity this year, which is a big number for us. There's exhibitions in Scarborough and in and around the Fort York neighborhood, and again, down here around Nathan Phillips Square and City Hall. But then there's also really great projects out around Mocha and the Sterling Road neighborhood, on the West Queen West Strip or on the Gladstone Hotel, there's a little cluster of projects. Uh, at Don Mills, there's activities at the Aga Khan. And That's the interesting. Center all night. 
and then a new neighborhood on East Danforth where people uh, that is run by an organization called East End Arts. So you can start in your own neighborhood and then make your way out to the rest of the city or start downtown and make your way home through by stopping on and off at places. I mean, it's a, it's a big city and what we've tried to do is find ways that people can sort of experience pockets of activity in lots of different places. Do you know what I love about Nuit Blanche? I love that you can happen upon things. Yeah. And it seems really. like a happy accident, but you know it's no accident. Well, those, that accidental engagement is really the most special for people that they wouldn't, they wouldn't expect to see something in, you know, uh, on the roadway that they have, you know, taken the streetcar along every day on their way to work and suddenly it's transformed into something completely different than what they would have expected. That's the sort of the real special part of it. You really see your city differently. Every year there's a theme to the event. This year is Continuum. How um, far ahead do people know about this theme? Well, we typically um, talk about it when we start talking to the curators and they invite artists to participate. So the theme um, influences the way people build their projects, all of the independent projects, which are there are 38 independent projects this year. So they're presented by uh, artists or art, uh, arts run centers or organizations that um, they they propose their projects based on the theme so that there's a really nice kind of link between the works, even though they're all created by different uh, voices, there um, there are windows into those works that uh, for audiences to experience based on you know the ideas around the theme, which is sort of the evolving and changing city and what your place in that city is. I already made reference to the fact that the Raptors have the two five installation that will be it's a, a sculpture at Bay Street. And that's going to be an interesting one. I think a lot of Raptors fans will be going out to see that. What are the other highlights that, just off the top of your head, that you can maybe get us Um, excited about? Well, there's some amazing projects in and around the Scarborough Civic and Scarborough Town Centers. Um, There's a terrific uh, installation in the sort of walkway out onto the Civic Center by an artist named Jordan Bennett, this beautiful kind of uh, fabric-based project that's sort of in the air, really high, um, like, great colors and beautiful images. Um, there's a, a terrific uh, graffiti project on the Scarborough Civic Center by an, a Scarborough royalty artist, uh, Duro III. There's a fantastic project inside the salt storage dome down at uh, the Wellington Transportation Yard that's just in the, that's in the area that's around the Fort York neighborhood. The artist is using salt to make 3D sculptures cool. all night long. So he has this printer that's rigged from the ceiling. And I, I, I mean, I'd never been inside a salt storage dome before. We started looking at it for this project. So you can go up around on the salt and look down on the project. It's quite it's like in being inside a cathedral, actually, a cathedral with pigeons. <laughs> it's it's very interesting uh, to see what our artists are doing in the city of Toronto. They're not just people that are located in the city of Toronto. But, you know, when you go to Europe, you always see art installations. I don't think we celebrate our artists enough. So it's it's a pretty exciting event if you've never been before. One of the coolest parts about it is, you know, kids get to, it's like other than Halloween, kids get to stay up late. People are bringing their yeah. kids to this. It's so great that seven. When we start at seven o'clock, there's usually a lot of families, and particularly in Scarborough last year, we really saw that it is a place to bring kids. And I think it's because it's free; it makes a huge difference. It reduces all those barriers that you would have to try to go inside somewhere. And then, you know, all of our uh, the other part that's 
great about name launch is that a lot of the major institutions open their doors for free as well. So you can go to the Art Gallery of Ontario, you can go to the ROM, you can go to the Aga Khan, um, all of those, um, are, uh, they're all open for free all night long with the projects or the exhibitions that they have as well. So that's also a really nice way to introduce kids to uh, those places as well. Um, and the other part that I always we always tell people is the magical time to see work, which is that 4 to 7 a.m. time slot. It's super quiet. The city's just waking up. There's a, you know, there are no crowds, and that's when you really can get close up to the art. And, that, and we really noticed in the last little while how many people come out with babies in carriages, right? Like oh, yeah, the baby's up early. That's smart. Take it out and look at the mart. Gene, thank you so much for joining us. And I appreciate that you brought up the crowds because there's going to be over one million people expected to uh, be at this year's Nuit Blanche. <laughs> you know what? I bet you'll exceed it. Gene, thanks so much for joining us. No problem. Thank you.